Broadcasting live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West, you are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. All right. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman live on your radio. Hard-hitting news the networks refuse to use. No doubt starts now. This is the broadcast for November the 4th in the year of our Lord, 2021. This is our one of two in our goal always to protect life, liberty, and property and to promote God, family, and country on your radio in the traditions of our founding fathers. Yes, indeed, ladies and gentlemen, we use the blueprint for liberty, the supreme law of the land, the Constitution for the United States of America. That is our guide. And absolutely, we're convinced that checks and balances brilliantly put in place by the founding fathers. One of the great peaceful restorative solutions we have at our fingertips. As you know, we reject revolution. We stand for peaceful restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth. Welcome to Liberty Roundtable Live, the Liberty Roundtable website, libertyroundtable.com. Our nationally syndicated radio network, LovingLiberty.net. Wow, LovingLiberty.net, spread the word. Uh, Donate liberally, would you please? We have our iPhone and Android apps available at LovingLiberty.net radio network. You can get them on the website or you can go to the stores. What is it, the Apple Store, the Android Store, whatever, and uh, they're free. Download the app, install it, live and on-demand radio at your fingertips, as well as you can follow us on the Twitter channel. Keep up with what we're tweeting and more. Uh, you can donate. You can give some feedback. Uh, and it's all available for you, live and on-demand radio at your fingertips. A quick recap of yesterday's show starts now. We talked about Republican Glenn Youngkin projected the winner in the Virginia race. And uh, he's now the governor. They say it was a massive upset. The Democrats are beside themselves, out of their minds, crazy they lost over this. Um, I want to be hesitant about Glenn Youngkin. I appreciate that he kept his distance from Donald Trump. I appreciate that he was a Republican running as kind of a moderate. I appreciate he's a multi, multi, multi millionaire. I appreciate all these things about the star-studded finance world guy turned politician. I get that. <clears throat> but ladies and gentlemen, I'm just going to tell you I got a warning. Just because the guy's a Republican don't believe that that means he's one of us. All right. The deep state, the swamp is full of all kinds of people on both sides of the aisle, right? And just because he won, I mean, that's maybe better than the Democrat to some degree. I appreciate that he's saying some good things, but be very, very aware. Even the liberals are starting to make some moves that make you think they're doing good in some ways. Actress Hillary Swank leaves California for Colorado. She even gets how bad it is in Cali, right? But that doesn't mean she's conservative. Glenn Youngkin runs and wins in Virginia. Compared to the whacked-out extreme Democrat, he might be decent, but he's still a moderate, and he's likely to be part of the deep state. He's very, very, very wealthy. And you'd say, well, Sam, that doesn't mean anything. Trump's wealthy. I know. And I don't think any of these people are really for our agenda. What gets accomplished when they win? Most of what Donald Trump accomplished is already overturned now. And in, when you look at it, instead of getting it passed by legislative proper role of government uh, methods, most of what Donald Trump accomplished that we can even point to that would be good was just an executive order, which we got a question. And then it was overturned by executive order, which we have to question again, right? So I'm not downing Trump, and I'm not downing Glenn Youngkin, 
But I am saying to you that you need to be very careful. We'll dig into who he is, hopefully, if we have time a little later in the broadcast. But beware. We also talked about Alan Jackson. He stumbles around on stage because he has a nerve disease. It's a degenerative nerve disease. Anyway, our prayers are with uh, Alan Jackson. Late night host Jimmy Kimmel wishes death on the unvaccinated and stands against and mocks ivermectin. Shame on Jimmy. I know he gets that comedian big dollars for that, but mocking people who have died, mocking people who are desperate and using whatever medications they can to try to get well, shame on him. We talked about a prominent immunologist. I don't know how to say his name. is Dr. Human Norchisham. I don't know how to say it. Now regrets voting for Joe Biden. Blasts unscientific and unethical, illegal vaccine mandates. Art more with the peace. And this just goes to show, you know, um, <clears throat> Biden said he was going to follow the science. Now more and more and more doctors are standing up and saying, um, you're not following the science. Even Ben Carson saying that. We'll get into that as the broadcast continues to unfold. We played a Ron Paul weekly update. The question is, will Biden start nuclear war with China over Taiwan? Great question. I pray the answer is no. Uh, but I will say this. <clears throat> um, wasn't it just not too long ago there was a big general that was uh, thinking that Donald Trump might go berserk and do that and so he undermined his own president and he was lauded as a hero by the liberals and extremists and the rest of us said it was treason yeah so i'm gonna turn about fair play here and say this they shouldn't have undermined trump like that and i called it treasonous at the time and i mean it well if the same thing is done to joe biden that's treasonous as well let's not play games on one side of the aisle okay if somebody undermines joe biden that would be criminal and I would push to prosecute to the fullest extent of the law. Now, if you, on the other hand, say, hey, Joe Biden is not fit to serve. We're not, we're not confident what he might do. Then you have legal remedies, okay? And the legal remedies are not to undermine your president, okay? And I'm saying that true with Donald Trump, and I'm saying that true with Joe Biden. Do not undermine your president. That's criminal. It borders on treason. Don't do it. If you have a genuine concern, bring it up to Congress. Let's vet the reality. Let's do what it takes to get accountability. And if we need to impeach the president uh, and or relieve him of his duty because he's not fit to serve, so be the proper role of government in the appropriate channels. Okay, I don't have any problem with pursuing concerns. It's how we go about it that is where the rubber meets the road, right? All right, we also uh, had on our guest Tracy Scadden. Registered Nurse Health Independence Alliance. She's got a vigil tonight for COVID vaccine victims at the corner of, uh, let's see, State Street and South Temple in Salt Lake City is tonight, 5 to 7 p.m. Wear black, come with signs, don't engage the media. Uh, just let the event stand on its own. If you're not near, have a vigil on your own for those who have suffered and died because of vaccinations. Vaccination victims is what I would call it. And sadly, on the day we're literally having a vigil for those who have suffered and died because of vaccinations, they're rolling it out to children. We'll get into that as the broadcast unfolds as well. Uh, we then had our guest on, Eric Stanton, founder of Armor Empire LLC, armorempire.com. 
Uh, he also created a phone. It's called Armor Phone on Clear Phone. Check that out if you want a hardened phone. There you have it. We talked about shame on We the People. Let's go, Brandon Chant. I know it sounds cool, ladies and gentlemen, but I don't think it's cool at all. <clears throat> okay? I'm not happy with it. I think it's a shame on We the People, I really do, that we would <clears throat> promote this, uh, I don't know what you want to call it, crass, um, I don't know what you want to call it. We lose the moral high ground is the best way to describe it. When we, uh, you know, have this, you know, F Joe Biden discussion, and now we use let's go Brandon to mock the reporter, but, uh, you know, here's what they say about it. <laughs> we say let's go Brandon, but y'all know what we're really thinking, right? And that's F Joe Biden. What a sad tale when millions of Americans are okay with that kind of language towards not only the president of the United States, you could debate whether that's legitimate or not, but against any individual. I don't think we should walk around thinking F anybody. Is that what Jesus would think? Okay, we need to learn to be civil, ladies and gentlemen. And I know I've gone on on this for quite some time. People might be sick of it. They're just like, Sam, we're not as religious as you are. Or you're going to have to deal with the modern times. You know, back in their day, <laughs> things were different. They had different words for people. But, hey, they dumped the tea in the harbor. Now we're just saying F Joe Biden, so that's fine. Now, I don't think so. We're not seeking to find the best way we can hit the lowest point. At least we ought not be. What we need to do is lead by example. What's the best way to stand against Joe Biden and his policies, but yet hold the moral high ground? And I think explaining why we disagree with his policies might be the best start. Let me give you an example to make the point. Biden has been pushing for kids and everybody to get the vaccinations. I believe the vaccinations are horrible and will do you damage. But here's the headline from USA Today. Off to fast start. COVID-19 vaccinations for kids from age 5 to 11 will ramp up. In coming days, writes USA Today. Now, I think that's bad news, folks. I really do. I think that's horrible. They then highlight this kid that was the first one to get the vaccines. And they say it didn't hurt a bit, they say. Uh-huh. Seconds after he received his shot, assuring the other children that were waiting peacefully for their turn to take the jab. <clears throat> all right. In my opinion, this is not good at all. And I don't think that the kids will suffer as much as parents from the vaccines. But dozens more locations around the country are ramping up to administer the first doses of kids' vaccinations. It started um, Wednesday, yesterday. And they say hundreds more sites are expected to open in the next couple of days as the push to vaccinate 28 million elementary school children ramps up. Wow. I'm not excited about that, are you? 28 million elementary school children getting the jab. CVS and Walgreens, the two largest pharmacy chains in the country, Accept appointments for COVID-19 vaccines for children. Wow. Nationwide, ladies and gentlemen. Scary stuff. Quick pause. This is Liberty Roundtable Live. As a parent, is receiving a faith-based, character-focused education for your children difficult to find? 
Do you believe that godly principles should be a central component in your child's education? Imagine a school where faith and integrity are at its center, where heritage and responsibility instill character. For over 40 years, American Heritage School has been educating both hearts and minds, bringing out academic excellence. This is the school where character and embracing the providence of a living God are fundamental, where students' national test scores average near the 90th percentile. With American Heritage School's Advanced Distance Education Program, distance is no longer an issue. With an accredited LDS-oriented curriculum from kindergarten through 12th grade, your children can attend from anywhere in the world. American Heritage School will prepare your child for more than a job. It will prepare them for life. To learn more, visit American-Heritage.org. That's American-Heritage.org. As the United States boldly stepped forward in the glorious light provided by its new constitution in 1787, the nations of the earth were in awe of the newfound strength and hope of this free land. Today, the nation stands at a crossroads. A divergence from the original intent put forth in the United States Constitution has brought grave threats to our beloved nation. A miracle is needed if the United States is to survive. That miracle is again the pure application of the United States Constitution. I'm Scott Bradley. In my To Preserve the Nation book and lecture series, I bring forth truths that will help raise up a new generation of statesmen like those noble Americans who founded this land. Vigorous application of these principles will invigorate and restore the nation, and we may become again the freest, most prosperous, most respected, and happiest nation on earth. Visit topreservethenation.com to begin that restoration. Oh boy, ladies and gentlemen, this is scary stuff. I can tell you that right now. Brian Rust, RustClinningGift.com with me. That's not the scary part. That's the good news. Hi, Brian. How you doing? Good to be with you, Sam. Good, sir. You joining me on the radio is not the scary part. In fact, that's the saving grace part. The scary well, part, ladies and gentlemen, is this. COVID-19 vaccinations for 28 million elementary school children. Ages 5 to 11, ramp up now. Uh, do you want to respond to this, Brian? Yeah, I, 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 it's it's a scary thought in the sense of, of you know, it's a, I don't know, the scrambling of our brains to kind of understand the whole process and, and you know, and, 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 and taking this, the, the jab, not knowing really how it's going to affect and, and the, the down-the-road type scenario that maybe has an effect on these young kids that could affect their lives and all the things that maybe they maybe it's not having children maybe it's elimination maybe who knows I, you know it's it's really hard to grasp this agenda of just pushing it's it's unreal it's just unreal it's unreal ladies and gentlemen <clears throat> and really what it is uh and this is why it's so scary in my humble opinion brian it is unprecedented and it is still experimental vaccinations. It's still under emergency authorization. Um, the, quote, vaccine that was approved isn't one they're still giving at all. So we're going to experiment. It's one thing to experiment on adults, which is bad. And I'm not against by any means. I mean, I'm not for by any means. I'm completely against. But now we're going to experiment on ages 5 to 11, 28 million of them. 
Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, this is unprecedented in America. Yeah, it's it's crazy if you ask me. It's it's, it's absolutely crazy. We don't it's it, we don't really know. Uh, well, we were kind of seeing effects of, of things that are happening. I, I think you know some of these the pregnant women and some of these other things that are happening uh, and the, their effects. But but those yeah I I don't know. I mean you've you've talked about it. I mean uh, those that can't you know they're in the hospital uh, they can't get the medications that perhaps could help us and then then uh, those that do take some of this uh ivermectin and other things like that were were looked at like oh we're as that comedian and you mentioned uh, um I, they're they're just it, it's such a crazy thing it's just a crazy thing that's going on instead of helping people where people are dying because they can't get the help and then people are being making fun of I was trying to get a help, and yeah, I don't know. Another divide, I guess. Another divide. I don't know how to respond to this at all, but <clears throat> these COVID-19 um, vaccines for children are experimental, ladies and gentlemen. But here's the next headline that puts it in perspective, and I bring this up because, again, that when, when Brian Rust is on your radio, ladies and gentlemen, it's always time for the Honest Money Report, right? Well, listen to this. Pfizer said on Tuesday that it expects to make up to 36 billion with a B up to 36 billion dollars this year from its COVID-19 vaccine. It's the highest selling drug in the world. Brian. Yeah, there you go. Seems like a big money maker uh, to me. I don't know how to respond to that. Thirty-six billion dollars, yeah. sir. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It's, I don't even know how to imagine those kind of numbers. I mean, how long would it take you to even count to one billion, Brian? Much less thirty-six billion. I don't think people understand what these numbers mean. We just throw them out like we we understand. You know, we're so quote high tech in our world that we get it. But how long does it even take to count to a billion? Much less thirty-six billion. And this company, one company is going to make this globally on an experiment. There's something yeah. wrong, Brian. Yeah. Well, and that's why we, you know, we talk about trillions. I mean, they want to borrow X amount of trillions. I, you know, yeah, we were dealing with billions, you know, in the, you know, in the past. And I think we could, we could handle billions based on our economy was, you know, things were good and, and, and that, but, but now we, we talk about trillions and we're just not coming out of trillions, and yet, yet alone, we're we're they, we've created. I mean, I, I guess I guess the key is if you go back to the start of, of all this and say, okay, we didn't we didn't handle this COVID thing very good. We didn't take uh, they 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 made excuses for the fact of oh this is this is what happened and so on, and we come to find out lies, and the more lies we come to find, and then they have to tell more lies, and then you kind of catch them on that, and then these more lies, and then we've got to. Okay, well now we've got we've got these drugs coming out. We've got to, you know, and it, it seems like it's just raveling. And the more lies you tell, you got to tell more lies to get out of that lie. And 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 that's what's happening from the top. And 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 there's no accountability. They just kind of go with it. And there's tremendous amount of money spent. And our, you know, our country, you know, we're, we're basically. Um, imploding really it's from the inside that's tearing our country apart our, our government and inside that's unraveling i mean people can't get jobs we can't get supplies we can't i mean it just there's so many things happening but boy i'll tell you every time you turn on the tv the covid thing's the number one thing on the news and everything else you know you know 
So no wonder they're making the that that company's making. And I don't know how to respond to this though. Here's the deal: they always leave out experimental. But when we say we're going to have 28 million children, 5 to 11, take the vaccine, it's going to crank up in the next several days. You're talking about exposing 28 million children to an experimental right. vaccination. And now you say, hey, this company's going to make $36 billion this year from its experimental COVID-19 <laughs> vaccine. Now it's the highest-selling drug in the world. You've got to put that word in there, Brian, to leave it out as negligent. It's a dereliction of duty as a reporter. Absolutely. And that's a great word, you, right? I mean, and we don't. And you can say, yeah. Sam, that's just your opinion. You know, no, it is not. It's under emergency authorization. We have not gone through the normal procedure to make it uh, you know, available. Uh, and it's experimental, ladies and gentlemen. It's an experimental, in my personal opinion, bioweapon. Uh, but whether you agree with that or not, whether you agree that it's a legitimate medication or not, it is experimental. And imagine us letting a single company make $36 billion. Now, you mentioned a trillion, Brian, and I want to go there, but I, I don't even know how to count to a billion yet. Yeah, For real, right. how long would it take to count to a billion? Okay, yeah. and now we're talking about trillions of dollars that we're in debt. What are we in debt? $30 trillion now? And that's not if you don't count the unfunded liabilities, right? Right. Yeah. You're, I mean, if you're you right can't on. count to a billion, try to count to a trillion, ladies and gentlemen. In fact, I challenge you to count to a million and see how long it takes you. Not to mention yeah. billions or trillions. Yeah. It's just no beyond imagination. It. And we're going to do this all on this experiment. Why, Brian? Why? Because it's an emergency. Two years later, we're still in an emergency. You buying it, Brian? <laughs> That's right. Well, It was a 14-day, two-year-long emergency, sir. We're going to flatten the curve, baby. <laughs> You are correct, no doubt about it. I, I, that's exactly right. And, and what's where's the next scenario? You know, when we, we kind of overcome this hurdle, we kind of get over this hurdle. And maybe you want me to tell you the next something. scenario? Yeah, yeah. All right, are you sure you're ready for this? <laughs> Let's hear it. They now say that COVID is spreading from people to deer. <laughs> okay. And that now these deer across the country are getting the cocoa. And what they say is it's very likely then to morph in the deer and then the deer is going to infect the population with a new variant. Oh, okay. I kid so, you not. So we, That's what they're, we, you know. Is, is that right? Really? Wow. So they've got I'm the telling you, that's what they're really talking about. That's, we're going, and then are we just going to be using various animals to kind of bounce from one to the next to the, and the amount of money to study the deer? Are we going to have to pump a bunch of mil, a billions of dollars into studying the deer now? Is that the... yeah, absolutely millions won't suffice, sir? Okay. So Headline to... says wild deer contract the coronavirus. The Wildlife <laughs> Society, buddy. That's deer awesome. in Iowa seem to be connected or catching the cocoa from humans. Wow. Yeah, that's, that's news.yahoo.com if you want to know who's spreading those headlines there, buddy. Next one, deer getting COVID-19. Infected deer found in Iowa. Widespread coronavirus infection found in Iowa deer. Wow. Yeah. So do, White are we tail buck to, deers, them, get, them are getting the corona, sir. Do we need to round up all the deer and kind of, it's going to take a lot of money, but we've got to round up all the deer and kind of give them the, a jab or something? Is that? Yeah, I'm is just that telling you right now, it used to be the Alabama song. White-tailed buck deer munching on clover. Now it's a little different. <laughs> White-tailed buck deer spreading corona. 
So you got to put masks on them deers, Brian. Yeah. Like deers? That's, That's not right. right. On them deer. That's put right. masks on those dudes so they don't infect each other. And you got to teach those deer about social distancing. Right. See, if they were to wear a mask and social distance, we could probably slow the spread, sir. <laughs> that's a good point. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah, don't eat the meat. Is the meat safe if you're getting one of them deers, Brian? You better make sure it's got corona-free tested deer before you shoot that dude and take the meat, Brian. Yeah. Oh, boy. Hang tight. Brian Russ with me, ladies and gentlemen. RussQuentinGift.com. You are listening to the Honest Money Report right here on Liberty Roundtable Live. Exposing corruption, informing citizens, pursuing liberty. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA Radio News with Lance Pride. President Biden's open border policy has cost a Florida man his life. A 24-year-old Honduran immigrant who's charged with murder had crossed the U.S. border illegally months earlier while posing as an unaccompanied minor. Yuri Noel Medina Oloa was arrested October 7th in Jacksonville after allegedly killing 46-year-old Francisco Javier Cuellar, a father of four who had taken in the immigrant who told authorities he was 17 years old. New Jersey Democrat Governor Phil Murphy narrowly won re-election Wednesday. The Associated Press called the race Wednesday evening as votes were still uncounted. Republican candidate Jack Citarelli's spokesperson, Stammy Williams, disputed the call because of the close margin, calling it irresponsible by the news outlet. A recount has been requested. Thank you for listening. It is well appreciated. We are USA Radio News. With confusion around vaccinations, masks, and public screenings, it's important to know the symptoms of COVID and its variants. Fever is the leading sign, so make sure you use an accurate thermometer for your family. Only the Exergen Temporal Scanner Thermometer has been proven accurate with more than 100 clinical studies. Non-contact thermometers have no clinical evidence behind them and cannot be relied on. Be vigilant and be accurate with Exergen. Learn more at Exergen.com. Exergen is changing the way the world takes temperature. From city streets to back roads. From road warrior to carpooler. There are some things you can always count on. Like the reliability, durability, and power of Die Hard. America's most trusted auto battery. No matter where your journey takes you, count on Die Hard to get you started on the road ahead. Available at your local Advance Auto Parts and participating CarQuest stores. The defund the police movement started in Minnesota after the George Floyd homicide. The concept was rejected by Minneapolis voters on Tuesday. Minneapolis voters on Tuesday rejected a proposal to replace the city's police department with the new Department of Public Safety. Supporters of the proposal hoped it would bring radical change to policing in the city where George Floyd's death was in 2020. The national vice president of the Fraternal Order of Police, Joe Gamaldi, reacts Wednesday while appearing on Fox News. Well, I think what you saw really was a rebuke here of the, of the public from the defund and dismantle the police department narrative that we've been seeing for quite some time here. And I mean, this is amidst a historic crime surge in Minneapolis. Murders are up 65% over the last two years there. And I think the public was just fed up with the radical agenda. From the USA Radio News Phoenix Bureau, I'm Tim Berg. Thanks for listening. We are USA Radio News. 
back with you live, ladies and gentlemen. Sam Bushman, Brian Russ, Russ going to get that calm. We're talking about your honest money report. But we're in, when we're going to allow Merck to make $36 billion in literally one year on a, an experimental vaccine, and we're, when we're willing to literally throw little kids 5 to 11 years old under the bus to the tune of 28 million of them, in an unprecedented scenario, we've never done this. I don't think we've done this in the history of the world, much less the United States of America. This is serious, serious business, ladies and gentlemen. And Dr. Ben Carson literally is sounding off now, Brian Rust. Um, Dr. Ben Carson sounds off on COVID jabs or vaccines for children. Even Ben Carson's going, whoa, hold on. You're talking about one of the top surgeons in the entire world, Brian. Yeah, that's exactly right. You know, I think you get the media, the fake media, uh, pushing this agenda and that, and that's mainly what you hear in mainstream is that that media pushing this and that and that agenda. And, And we get a little bit of tidbits here and there from you and others who who are reporting and of of uh you know honesty here so so then we have a divide we have we have a uh Fauci, uh over on one side we have you know Rand paul's kind of got on him and so on but you, you have this divide okay well these doctors are saying this these doctors are saying this this and so it it, it the, the media kind of takes that and spins it and says, well you know and they throw their you know, it just it just it just really, you know, is a mess. You know, the fake news is a mess. That's where I think we need to really kind of take a, the accountability should be. Is, is well, a, and it's one thing, Brian. It's one thing in my mind to say, "Hey, we have an honest debate, an honest disagreement about this." That's one thing. But the other thing is when you reject everybody's viewpoint but your own. And then you act like it's criminal to advocate to that viewpoint to the point where Facebook's going to shut you down, Google, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, whatever. And then you have the government literally saying you're a terrorist. I think, I think we're dealing with something very serious in, in America that's a real problem. So here's the deal. Ben Carson um, appeared on Sunday's broadcast of Fox News's Sunday Morning Futures is what it's called, in order to voice his opinion on the COVID vaccine for children. When show host Maria Bartiromo asked whether he thinks young children should receive the COVID-19 vaccine, Carson responded, or responded emphatically, quote, absolutely not. Now, that's not just a, mm, you know, it's, it's debatable. He didn't do that. He said, absolutely not. And here's why. He says the fact of the matter is the mortality rate for children from COVID-19 is 0.025, which is very similar to the rate of seasonal flu, he insisted. And we've been dealing with seasonal flu for years and years and years. Dr. Carson's appearance on the show comes after the U.S. Food and Drug Administration announced that it approved these vaccines for kids. Now listen carefully. They say they had a small trial of 3,100 children 
who got the shot in 1500 received a placebo, and the trial only lasted for about two months. This experiment did not appear to be sufficient due diligence for Dr. Carson, nor should it be for anyone. And this is why I say that this is experimental. This is trial mode. This is unprecedented. And when you let companies make $36 billion, you think they have a financial motive? And then the doctor said this. Plus, we don't have knowledge of what the long-term impact of these vaccines will be. So we have sort of a giant experiment, the good surgeon explained. The risk of the disease is relatively small, but we don't know what the future of the risks are. Why would we do a thing like that? It makes no sense whatsoever, Dr. Carson continued. Do you want to respond, Brian? Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, it's, that's, it's crazy. You know, we don't rely on the numbers. Uh, they're pushing this agenda. Why are they pushing this agenda? These companies are making billions of dollars on this. Uh, and, and for what reason? And yet, and yet, you know, it's, it's, you know, the common sense in this is, is, is crazy because we're letting people in the border. We don't care really about their situation and so on. And even if they have COVID, just come on in and so on. And yet we could, instead of spending the money where we need to be spending the money, our economy's falling apart. Companies have been shut down. We can't get work for it. There's so many things on the the table here. And and the agenda here is is all about this COVID, uh, you know, in every aspect. And when, when there's fight back, people are losing jobs. Airline pilots and that, nurses and our critical people, uh, police and fire. We're, we're kind of we're, – we're destroying our system as a result of this virus. It's just shut us right down, and, they, and we're allowing this government to do that. We're allowed to, to government – instead of taking the money and building up our economy and, and making the uh, – and, and maybe, okay, yeah, you do some trials and so on, and you do that over a long period of time just like you've done in any other thing. But you don't just all of a sudden now just say, okay, this is the way it's going to be, and if you don't adhere – I mean that's what is it, socialist com- communism or whatever uh, it is. No, you're going to do this. Well, we're not. We're, we're starting to fight back. I mean it's, it's unbelievable. Not com- There's no common sense in the world today it seems like, especially in our country. Right's wrong, wrong's right. And, and we're just going to move on with it. This is just uh, shocking, ladies and gentlemen. By the way, on Saturday, November the 6th, there will be a physician's roundtable on the harm to children from mass vaccination. Several of America's frontline doctors will be participating in this roundtable, ladies and gentlemen, including Dr. Mark McDonald, Dr. Jeffrey Bark. Dr. Katerina Lindley and Dr. Angelia Farella or Angelina Farella. <clears throat> These guys have spent literally the whole of 2020 and 2021 working with other scientists and other physicians and experts, and they have been flat out censored by the mainstream media uh, as they've tried to bring information directly to the public. This roundtable will focus on harm to children from mass vaccinations. Children need to know what's going on with these vaccinations so they can make an informed decision. The frontline doctors say there'll be plenty of time for Q&A. This event is free and open to the public. We've reached out to boards of education members, etc., and have invited them to attend. 
they have a big responsibility keeping the children safe, and they should have all the science, all the facts, all the information they need. Anyway, yeah. uh, I guess it'll be at this church in California. It'll open at 12 o'clock or 12.30, and it'll run from 1 to 4. Everybody should attend. Anyway, there you have it. Sincerely, Cindy Russo gave me the information. Yeah, Sam, I think that's Brian? the key. And, and I, I think one of the factors, too, you mentioned censored by the media. Why is it censored by the media? Because it doesn't, you know, it's one more thing. I, I agree with this. Here's where the money should be spent. They should be getting together and talking about this and discussing about this. And, and uh, well, we can't listen to him or we can't or we're going to censor this because it really doesn't follow our agenda. I mean, that's, you know, your, your key word censored was, was kind of the factor that, that uh, I didn't like. Why are they censoring it? We should be studying this. That's what we, we, we should be doing that. We're, to bless the how do we bless the kids if we're, or uh, any of us if we if we're we're censored they're, they you know they pick and choose what they want to hear they get caught in their lies anyway I hope that goes I hope that's a great thing now I find this interesting here's what it says these doctors these experts have been working in 2020 and 2021 working on treatment and solutions but they have been censored by the mainstream media. They have been bringing information directly to the public. This is my problem with it. Now, they can't censor Ben Carson on Fox News because the word gets out. They don't know what he's going to say. They thought he was going to double down in defense of the vaccines. Uh, he went against them. Now they're kind of shocked. But see, now Ben will be ridiculed and mocked. And, 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 you know, he was an incredible surgeon with an incredible life story until now. Now he's some kind of a an Uncle Tom uh, vaccine conspiracy right. nut or something. See, this is right. what they do, ladies and gentlemen. That's the problem that I have. Where's the open, honest discussion, Brian? That's really the key here, right? You're right. Yeah, they kind of, if it doesn't go their way or their agenda, they start picking at you or you're evil or they throw you under the bus or whatever. We got to take get rid of him. He's no good. And then, yeah, the lies. I agree. No accountability. This round table will focus on the harm to children. And I don't know, it doesn't say in here exactly how we can get it. It's at this church in California. But Cindy Russo uh, and her phone number's on it. I'm going to try to find out more about this and see what we can do. But I'm telling you right now, that's great, great news. A physician's round table. Imagine that on your mainstream TV, huh, ladies and gentlemen? <laughs> Not. But, of course, we're here to tell you about it. Brian Russ with me, RussQuinnandGift.com. We're going to get an Honest Money Report and Gold and Silver up in seconds on your radio. Okay, girls, about finished with your lesson on money. Daddy, what is a buy-sell spread for gold coins? Well, when you sell a gold coin to a coin shop that's worth, say, $1,200, you don't actually get $1,200. But don't worry, we're members of UPMA now, so we don't have to worry about that. Daddy, what if somebody steals our gold? We don't have any gold at the house. It's stored safely in the UPMA vault, securely and insured. But the S&P 500 outperformed gold. Daddy, gold is a bad investment. Some people do think of it that way. But actually, gold is money. And as members of the United Precious Metals Association, we can use our gold at any store, just like a credit card. Or I can ask them to drop it right into mommy and daddy's bank account because we're a UPMA member family. Find out more at upma.org. That's upma.org. Why don't we say to the government writ large that they have to spend a little bit less? 
Anybody ever had less money this year than you had last? Anybody better have a 1% pay cut? You deal with it. That's what government needs, a 1% pay cut. If you take a 1% pay cut across the board, you have more than enough money to actually pay for the disaster relief. But nobody's going to do that because they're fiscally irresponsible. Who are they? Republicans. Who are they? Democrats. Who are they? Virtually the whole body is careless and reckless with your money. So the money will not be offset by cuts anywhere. The money will be added to the debt, and there will be a day of reckoning. What's the day of reckoning? The day of reckoning may well be the collapse of the stock market. The day of reckoning may be the collapse of the dollar. When it comes, I can't tell you exactly, but I can tell you it has happened repeatedly in history when countries ruin their currency. All right, this just gets flat out sick, ladies and gentlemen. I don't even know how to report this story, but I'm going to do it anyway. It's the blaze. Headline says, man who died of COVID was dissected in front of a live audience, a live paying audience without the family's consent in Oregon. This is what we've devolved to in our society, Brian. Wow. That's, that's wild there. This is kind of... (laughs) Springer on on steroids or something. <laughs> That's crazy. Jerry Springer on steroids. <laughs> yeah. 98-year-old David Saunders died, ladies and gentlemen, of COVID. And he was dissected by a in front of a live paying audience. I don't even know how to respond to this story. They say an elderly man who died as a result of COVID-19 was recently dissected in front of a large paying audience in Oregon. I don't, I don't know how to respond to this, Brian. I mean, yeah, I'm telling you that it crazy. used to be bread and circus. They used to make fun of those who were um, willfully uh, selling their liberty for um, fun and games, bread and circus. Now it's blood and circus, Brian. Blood, yeah. bread, and circus is the order of the day in America right now. This is where Jack Kevorkian wow. and all these people were running around, assisted suicide, just murder everybody. Now they're murdering all the babies. Now they're literally going, let's watch this old man get cut up. He's a cocoa wow. death. And I just can't. <clears throat> I don't know how to. Was, this uh... enter- was it entertainment? Is that what it was? It was for I, entertainment? I'm not sure. For... <laughs> I can't even. It, I don't it's know how... either yeah, entertainment how... or or they're going to pass off this morbidity under the under the guise of well, we got to scientifically understand, Brian. You know, <laughs> and the, and the audience is going to be able to see kind of oh, I see what's going on. Oh, okay, you pulled that. You know, there's the these organs, and yeah, now I get it. I mean, what? I, I don't get that. I, I don't get it. <laughs> wow. And this happened literally in Oregon. Well, and without consent of his family, too. Wow. See, I don't know what we've done, but we have lost our minds. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, I don't really know how to respond to this. The blaze with this piece, though, so it's not like it's just some, you know, whatever. 
this is real. I don't know how to respond to it at all. I'm just I'm just shocked. So it's not like a YouTube thing that someone put together a kind of video or no, something. No, the, the Blaze a, is reporting it. Yeah. Huh. All right. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, that, I got no answer for that. <laughs> wow. Wow. Uh, all right. Uh, back to uh, programming. I'm just saying. This stuff just shocks me to where I I, don't, I know it's not appropriate on air to just be like, whoa, what? Wow. What? But I'm just telling you, folks, this stuff is beyond imagination. All right, let's do the Honest Money Report. Brian, where's gold sitting right now? Uh, 179210. 179210. Wow. Okay. Silver? Uh, 23.93. All right, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Gold seventeen ninety two ten, silver twenty three ninety three. That doesn't yep. really change uh, if you buy gold and silver weekly. That doesn't really change much for you, does it, Brian? Not a whole lot of change on that. Gold's down about ten bucks. Uh, silver's uh, down twenty cents. Your ratios. Roughly around that seventy-five to one right now, so it's been about that, yeah. Uh, that paper market kind of there, yeah. And it does, yeah. We we just see the spike ups and downs of the peaks and valleys. I mean, silver, silver yesterday, I think was at, you know, at one point was twenty-three dollars even, and then it shot back up. So they kind of do these spikes and peaks and so on, kind of manipulation of that uh, paper market. They're they're playing that peaks and valley thing. So I guess on paper you can make a, you know, in the glitch or a, a punch of the button, you can make your drops, you buy, it goes up, you sell, buy, up, buy, down. You know, kind of the stock exchange totally is the uh, manipulated market as it is. But, yeah, that's what it is. All right. How well is Kurt doing? What's the rodeo market looking like? Uh, it's down about 50, so 15,250. Uh, so it just keeps going down a little bit, slow, 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 right? Yeah, just kind of, yeah, just kind of down. I mean, it's yeah, paper. By the way, the they, New York Post has this. The New York Post has this. Chop them up and watch them uh, dissect the man's story too. Wow. Okay, so everybody. Uh, Yahoo has it. I guess it was a pay-per-view audience. In Portland, oh Oregon. Wow. So that's entertainment, I take it, right? It's kind of like that, uh, your, your fights and your uh, wrestling. Yeah, because I don't really know that pay-per-view is used for scientific uh, education, Brian. Scientific yeah, continuing what? education. I don't think so. Maybe they can <laughs> buy a part or something. They can maybe bid on a, you know, here's a here's an intestine, here's a. I don't know. I, that's sorry. I probably shouldn't have gone there, but they, I don't get that. Whoa. That's crazy. <laughs> I, I don't mean to laugh, folks. I'm not laughing. I just, you, you laugh and you kind of, because you don't want to just flat out cry. I mean, it's not really appropriate if I just sit here and cry on your radio, but I just think, what kind of evil have we embraced here? Yeah. Uh, you know, I did a big war. long article um, uh, a couple of days ago about witches uh, in America, witches and warlocks and covens and, 
uh, they used to be kind of underground, but thanks to the Harry Potter series and, and other books promoting magic and this kind of stuff, now the witches are flat out out in the open challenging major religions, uh, Brian. And, and, and the, 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 they're no longer underground. They're literally ready to say, hey, uh, here's who we are. Here's what we're doing. You know what? You don't like it too bad. And they're embracing all kinds of new age ideas about transgender. And, you know, these are the witches coming out of the broom closet, Brian. Yeah, it's, uh, I think it's, we're we're in an era of the and maybe more out in the open is, is the good versus evil. And, uh, you know, we we call upon our, you know, our Heavenly Father, our God, and, and hope and pray and continue to do that, that we might be able to withstand the the evil that's just thrown in our face, I guess, and, and uh, the right versus wrong, truth versus, you know, you know, untruth, and, and, uh, and we're sure seeing a lot of that, no doubt about it. We need to gather together as Christians and, and stand up for wrong and continue to pray and hope that we can, yeah, we know that we can win this battle. We just have to be diligent, I guess, and you're doing a great job letting people know. Wow. Now, I don't know if this family is going to sue over this, uh, dissect, uh, dissecting this guy. I, I just don't know. But don't worry, man. We got Glenn Youngkin elected. That's right. So that's it's all good now, you. man. Yeah, that's right. Now, you know what else this, this victim or this dissecting, you know what they say? No. They say it was a $500 freak show yeah that's, that's wrong a $500 freak show that's wrong it's like the circus or, or whatever the I mean, this is or whatever crazy to to. yeah um wow it, it was at a public event uh, they call it ticketed event Brian yeah, I don't get that. I think that's that's wrong, you know, and, and maybe there's well, lots of Well, it's wrong to do it, Brian, coming. but let me ask you a question. Who the heck would go? That's it. Would that's you pay $500 to go to something like this? Absolutely not. I mean, it's just insane. Yeah. First off, 500 measly dollars. I don't care about the 500 bucks, but who would pay to see such a freak show in the first place? It's morbid. I wonder if people in the crowd threw up. I mean, I'm just saying this is just sick. Yeah. I, I had a friend that mentioned something about a game a game show or something that's on YouTube or, I don't know, out of China. And uh, these contestants basically would get on, and it was life or death. As, as you went down and were competing, you were just, if you were wrong, you were killed. So here's your choices and so on. You were killed, and they eliminated these people. Now, I don't know if they were... It was real life, and they were killed, but someone won a million dollars or million yuan or whatever it was at the end, but all these other people were killed. And they didn't really find out that they were going to be killed until after they wanted to get in the game. They needed they, – they would waive their debt, I think, is the contest. If you came to this contest and, and participated, we'll waive your debt. So all these people that were way over debt or something could join, and maybe they could win a million dollars. But they killed the people, so – that's that's how you wave the dead if they just destroy you and the end person wins the million you want or something. I thought, what? They're killing people now as a game show? It's kind of like, who knows? Futuristic? I, I don't know. What the world's a mess, as we well know. 
Brian, there's yeah. only one, and I'm going to say it again. There's only one, and I'm going to say it one more time. There's only one answer, and that's to turn back to Almighty God and repent, sir, or we're in serious yeah. trouble. No doubt. Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, I, I, don't, I don't even know. I saw this story in the middle of the broadcast, and at first when I saw it, I thought it was kind of a tongue-in-cheek whatever, but it turns out that it's real. $500 per person freak show, public event. Literally watched this guy get carved up in an autopsy, uh, and he died of COVID. A 98-year-old man. David Saunders is his name. Portland, Oregon's the location. Go research it. It's in multiple news stories, folks. This isn't just me, New York Post, Blaze. I mean, all kinds of people have it. People are freaking out on this. They're calling it a freak show. Amen to that. I mean, you used to think crazy circus stuff comes to town, and they're going to do some weird stuff, you know. This is beyond that ladies and gentlemen by a long shot brian yeah maybe maybe uh you know I, I was reading this article or so on the demise of the roman empire you know and and then maybe that's where we are we become barbarians and they you know let's put you in the ring and you, you fight this person and we'll slaughter whoever and you watch it real life and, and it, it it all goes back to the the you know realistically back to those that were the money you know producing the money you know and so you know, right now, all our politicians and all these, they point to the virus. Well, this is the cause of the global uh, economic destruction, and it's the fiat money that destroyed. I mean, we just – we're pouring this money in, and though that person that could just create this money and, and so on and print it, well, that's what's happening. So, you know, I kind of was reading this. I was kind of thought it very interesting, but, man, this great, powerful Roman Empire destroyed by, yeah, well, self-inflicted because of the printing of – <laughs> worthless money i guess get back right, to hard ladies metal. And gentlemen, i'm sorry to bring this up uh, on the brian rust we're supposed to be talking about honest money but i'm telling you right now these 500 dollars a pop to watch this morbid display is not honest money and when there's 36 billion dollars being made by pfizer on an experiment on little children ladies and gentlemen we have lost our collective minds we need to turn to god almighty and repent our prayers are with this country but man we're in trouble Brian Russ, thank you, sir. Thank you. Have a great day, Sam. Good job. He does a phenomenal job on your radio, ladies and gentlemen. Brian Russ, RussQuentinGift.com. His family's been working in the precious metals business for over 50 years to help people understand and make wise, careful choices, taking possession of your metals, one of them. Thanks for being alongside for the ride. Hour one in the can, two coming up. God save the republic. Atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West. West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk radio Show. Talk Show. Live and on your radio, ladies and gentlemen, this is the one and only Liberty Roundtable Live, nationally syndicated, global reach on the internet radio talk show. This is hour two of two. It is the broadcast for November the 4th in the year of our Lord, 2021. Hour two of two in our goal always to promote God, family, and country on your radio, to protect life, liberty, and property on your radio. Six days a week, we tell the tale. On the Sabbath, we rest. Welcome to the broadcast, ladies and gentlemen. This hour, we've got an incredible guest and then hard-hitting news the rest of the way. Our guest, his name is Eric Finman. 
and he's the founder of the Freedom Phone. Clear.co.com to learn more about that. But Eric Finman, uh, I should say this, meet Eric Finman, the 18-year-old Bitcoin millionaire. He got into Bitcoin when he was 12. Uh, took him six years to become a millionaire. Now he's a multimillionaire. He's a little bit older than that. He's a philanthropist. Wow. He's a philanthropist and an entrepreneur uh, and a whole lot more. Here's Eric. All right. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman live. The parade of incredible speakers, developers, vendors, Americans <laughs> at the Freedom Conference is incredible. We're calling it Liberty 21 Conference at the Salt Palace in Salt Lake City, Utah. WeCanAct.net is the website. And uh, if you go there, you can still sign up, use the keyword Liberty to get a discount, and you can listen to all the archived speeches. It's incredible, ladies and gentlemen. Now we've got a guy by the name of Eric Finman with me. And he is the founder of the Freedom Phone, the incredible phone on clear.co.com. Clear.co.com is the website. And these phones are very unique, ladies and gentlemen. We'll talk about it uh, in detail. Uh, what gave you, first off, let's learn about you, if you don't mind, Eric. Tell us who you are. Yeah, hey, so so glad to be on and, and a pleasure meeting you. Um, so, yeah, my background is kind of in Bitcoin and the crypto space. and. Okay. Uh, and uh, and you know and I guess I wanted to uh, to to create a brand and 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 work and work with uh, you know Clear on making a phone that uh, you know is decentralized. Hold on, before we get to the phone, though, yeah. I didn't mention Bitcoin. So you're the <laughs> you're the youngest like millionaire. Yeah, young, uh, youngest Bitcoin? Bitcoin millionaire. That's the claim to fame. Wow. Now I, you've heard that song. I want to be a millionaire or whatever it is, right? <laughs> yep. Bitcoin made it reality for you, huh? Yeah, no. At 18, I became the youngest Bitcoin millionaire. Now I'm an old man. I'm 22, though. Whoa, so, you are know, you gonna be all right? All right. I turned 23 in three days. Whoa, well, congratulations! No, thank you. All thank right. You. So let me ask you this question then: Did you do it by Bitcoin mining? Did you do it by getting into the right time? All the above? How did I, it happen? I got in when I was uh, 12 years old. Whoa. Um, so uh, some kids had video games. Some kid had sports. I, I had Bitcoin, and I was just, I was just mowing lawns. And and uh, my grandmother had actually put a thousand dollars into my scholarship fund. And I tried to give it back, but she was insistent. And uh, and I instead, I did not put that into scholarship fund. I put that into Bitcoin um, when it was ten bucks. And then uh, then every day after that, I just spent more and more, trying to get more and more Bitcoin, mowing lawns, trying to make good trades and everything. And then yeah, eighteen became the youngest Bitcoin millionaire. Wow. So. At this point, do you diversify, or do you, what do you do? Yeah, I have other cryptocurrencies. I have, uh, uh, I have, you know, some stocks as well. But, but yeah, and I also invest in companies. Now, I've been telling people not really to don't dip your toe in the crypto. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. the reason I've kind of been saying that is because even though it's a digital currency, even though you can do very well, you know, it has the boom and bust. What did it do? Drop below thirty grand uh, last summer, and now it's what sixty six or whatever else. Yeah. It's very volatile too, right? Yeah, I mean, I kind of think of it as a digital gold, right? So, you know, it can kind of go up and, and down and in and, uh, and, and large swaths, and with Bitcoin especially large swaths um, uh, of ranges there. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I kind of tend to think Bitcoin is, is much more practical um, than, than, uh, than like gold if you're trying to think of an alternative system. I like gold. I have gold. I have silver as well. But, I mean, I just don't trust the fiat system. I don't trust the U.S. dollar. And you look what's happened recently, the amount of hyperinflation that has gone on. You know, one out of every three dollars that has ever existed has was just printed in the last year. I mean, it's it's terrible. And you see all these prices going up because of it. So I like Bitcoin because it's, not, it's a nice backup. Uh, is the Bitcoin limit real or are they going to raise the debt ceiling? <laughs> 
Yeah, I mean, uh, you know. Do you know what I mean? Well, that's the beauty of Bitcoin is yeah. is is it's completely open source and and nobody is in control of it. That's the the beauty of the underlying technology, the real innovation, blockchain. And uh, did you understand it when you were twelve, or did you just know it was something cool and you wanted to try? Tell me, tell me your understanding at that age. Uh, a little bit of both. I mean, okay. I, I think fifty-fifty on that. I think it was like, wow, this could really change the world and 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 be an incredible technology one day. But it was kind of like, in the way you you know you hope for world peace. You're not sure. It's <laughs> kind of how I felt about Bitcoin at the time. It's like, wow, this is really exciting, really cool. But who knows? It'll go anywhere. I hope it does. But. But uh, but that was kind of the thinking. I guess I was kind of obsessed with it at the time. So let me ask you this. Now, you say you've invested in other digital currencies. Are we going to go beyond Bitcoin? Uh, yeah. I mean, I put a little bit and actually a lot of bit into Ethereum. I also like Monero. Monero is like the the most off, off the grid privacy focused cryptocurrency that has been invented. So I really like Monero. Um, so, you know, Zcash is also kind of in that category. There's a bunch of them. I like them. Uh, I wish we could create the Samo, and I just, my name is Sam, by the way. <laughs> I, I create Samo, and then I just get a little piece of everybody's pie. Yeah, that'd be nice. What do you think of that idea? <laughs> we should get to it. We should come by to the booth. <laughs> One of the things we really need to do is we need to find a way, though, to really support the new media taking center stage and the smaller radio programs that are truth tellers and everything else. We need to find ways to really support, fund, and make that grow. Mm -hmm. Guys like me say, well, Sam, why don't you just market it? Yeah, with what time? Yeah. Right? I run a bunch of radio networks. I've got eight kids. I run a eight kids. Uh, I, wow. IT company in the day. I And so I'm so swamped. I do two hours a day, six days a week on my own show. We produce other people's shows and podcasts. And we're just flat out busy as could be. But, man, we really, king, we really need a, a, a way to kind of, um, I don't know what you want to say, crowdfund, partnering with digital currencies, partnering. Ben Swan is famous for trying to work on a lot of this. Yeah. Uh, but, but, I, but I feel like he's... He's kind of stuck, right? Yeah, I mean, I, 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 I and that's not Downey Ben. He's a dear friend. I'm just saying that it's it's very tough to merge all that together in a meaningful, productive, scalable way, right? It is tough, but I think that's why you know you have smart people working on it, and it's something we have to do, you know. And gotta I got to get got to get 12 year old people that become 18 year old millionaires <laughs> working on it. Is that what you mean? Oh, exactly, exactly. <laughs> obviously, obviously, but no, I mean, I, I think we have to create alternative funding systems and technology systems and 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 everything to to go up against the this establishment because they just try to cut you off at the especially with the money no question they they attack your money first they attack your character second uh, they isolate and, and exactly. destroy uh, but I, I bring that up only because i think that at some point we're going to have to have angel investor philanthropists that kind of say listen i'm investing in the goodness of the world i'm investing in the new media taking center stage i'm investing in the he who owns the media makes the rules discussion in a way to fight back and say, look, we're gaining critical mass, whether it be vote fraud, whether it be Bitcoin, uh, whether it be teaching people about clear phones, which we'll get into in seconds. You know, we've really got to get the word out and be able to literally move the needle on our own, right? Oh, 100 percent, 100 percent. And uh, and yeah, that's what we're trying to do. Speaking of the clear phones. <laughs> All right. Tell me about your booth first. Are you at Clearphone? Yeah, yeah. We're at the Clearphone booth. You see, there's a big Freedom phone. Uh, we got big signage and all of that. We got Freedom phone. We got the Clear booth and everything. So yeah, you're the founder of the Freedom phone, too, right? That is correct. Yeah. yeah so yeah. Clearphone has a bunch of phones, ladies and gentlemen, all based on this idea, primarily of privacy, primarily of you know what, protecting your health through um, the. I want to say this: let let technology serve you not own you mm -hmm. okay that idea and then say hey um, we spun that into the freedom phone giving a liberty twist 
to this whole privacy slash take care of your health idea, right? Exactly. Exactly. I mean, you can have the best. If you saw what happened with Parler, you know, they got banned off all the app stores. Yes. And seen that's what happened with, with other apps as well. And it doesn't matter. You could have the best software in the world. If you don't have your own hardware, you don't have true free speech because they say, well, you know, you get, if you don't like getting banned off Twitter, create your own Twitter. And then we as a movement did. And they're like, well, create your own phone now. And, and that, that was our goal. And it got done. It got done. And you're the founder of Freedom Phone. Tell me about that then. How did your knowledge move from Bitcoin as a 12-year-old to a millionaire at 18-year-old into saying, hey, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to double down on this project to make a success? Yeah, I mean, I, I've always liked, I guess, getting involved with and starting technologies that I feel like challenge, you know, the, the kind of estab establishment. Um, when I was 15, I had dropped out of high school. I had started at about a little bit of Bitcoin money then. I dropped out of high school, moved to Silicon Valley, and and started uh, an ed tech company and all that. That went really well. We eventually sold that. Um, and then I invested in a, in a bunch of crypto products from there. Um, so, I mean, it's just like I, I, like, I like technologies that establish, uh, uh, challenge big tech and challenge the, 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 the Silicon Valley establishment, which is not what it used to be. And that's why it's great to be working with Clear on the Freedom Phone and, and working with Michael, who's the, the founder of Clear on that end. And, uh, I mean, that's why I want to get into it. And I feel like I've had a good business experience of, of starting good businesses in the past. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, you got entrepreneurs, you got scrappy, they call us the crazies. But you got scrappy crazies literally taking on big tech like never before. And it's something to behold as we develop products and develop institutions of our own. Uh, so tell me, you built the Freedom Phone. Who did you work with on it? How did you collaborate? How did it come to be? And then tell me what it is today. Yeah, absolutely. So we worked with Clear um, uh, on the Freedom Phone uh, to kind of partner with on the technology side of things. They they have some really advanced cybersecurity software um, that I, I found to be really desirable. And, and then, that's really along the lines of crypto in, in a sense as exactly. well. So you really haven't left your base, have you? No, no. That's my comfort zone. And and, uh, and they have a great, fantastic crypto wallet that we preload on the Freedom Phone as well. And and uh, so, yeah, I mean, I, I think it's just the best of both worlds. I, I have a very, I'm All a right, big MAGA guy. Trump the best was my of very both worlds. We're talking about the Freedom Phone. Very interesting stuff. I'll tell you that right now. Uh, the Freedom Phone, many people say the Freedom Phone has a lot of problems. And uh, you know what? I, I don't know. All I can tell you is it's a startup. They're doing their very best. They're trying to break the mold of big tech. They're trying to create their own ecosphere, if you will. And, uh, hey, you gotta, you got to give some credit for trying, huh? It's a very tough nut to crack. I'll tell you that right now. This is the one and only Liberty Roundtable Live, continuing in seconds on your favorite talk station. You know where the solution can be found, Mr. President? In churches, in wedding chapels, in maternity wards across the country and around the world. More babies will mean forward-looking adults, the sort we need to tackle long-term large-scale problems. American babies in particular are likely going to be wealthier, better educated, and more conservation-minded than children raised in still industrializing countries. As economist Tyler Cowen recently wrote, quote, by having more children, you're making your nation more populous, thus boosting its capacity to solve climate change. The planet does not need for us to think globally and act locally so much as it needs us to think family and act personally. The solution to so many of our problems at all times and in all places is to fall in love, get married, and have some kids.
Foundation for Moral Law is a nonprofit legal foundation committed to protecting our unalienable right to publicly acknowledge God. The Foundation for Moral Law exists to restore the knowledge of God in law and government and to acknowledge and defend the truth that man is endowed with rights not by our fellow man, but by God. The Foundation maintains a twofold focus. First, litigation within state and federal courts. Second, education conducting seminars to teach the necessity and importance of acknowledging God in law and government. How can you help? Please make a tax-deductible contribution, allowing Foundation attorneys to continue the fight. You may also purchase various Foundation products as well at morallaw.org. Located in Montgomery, Alabama, the Foundation for Moral Law is a nonprofit, tax-exempt 501c3 founded by Judge Roy Moore. Please partner with us to achieve this important mission, morallaw.org. Ladies and gentlemen, Sam Bushman on your radio. Incredible interview continuing, ladies and gentlemen, with Eric Finman. Uh, he was 12 years old when he got into Bitcoin. When he was 18, he became the first, or the youngest, I should say, Bitcoin millionaire at 18 years old. Now he's 23 doing the interview. But he's also the creator of the Freedom Phone, partnering with Clear. The interview continues now. Nice, have you? No, no, that's my comfort zone. And, and, uh, and they have a great, fantastic crypto wallet that we preload on the Freedom Phone as well. And and uh, so, yeah, I mean, I, I think it's just the best of both worlds. I, I have a very, I'm a big MAGA guy. Trump was my very first, I turned 18 before the uh, 2016 elections. He was my very first vote and all that. So I'm a big MAGA guy and I'm a big crypto guy. So it's kind of this phone has combined the, the best of both worlds. And, and working with, with Michael, he's a founder of Clear, uh, you know, has, has been, has been a, a joy in that way. Now, the Freedom Phone, one of the interesting things is it's not a stagnant product, meaning that it's getting more software and more connected and more, I don't know what you want to call it, 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 collaborative for the freedom movement all the time, right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's that's the beauty of software updates. We're constantly adding even more and more apps. You know, it's ironic. Apple's motto used to be think different. Now they ban anybody who thinks different. And that's the beauty of our phone is we enable developers to be able to build on top and add more interesting things to the phone and don't 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 censor you because there's even a lot of crypto apps that are not necessarily political but they're not even allowed on the app stores in the first place so they say think different you guys need to say clearly different. yes yes think think different clearly <laughs> or you could just say clearly different clearly different oh i like that i like that yeah. oh i like that actually that's a good name yeah they say think different you just take off on that word. Uh, clearly do i have to different. pay do i have to pay you five cents every time we use it no or something? sir <laughs> all you got to do is fund the cause of liberty everywhere you go i we're, we're working good enough on for it. me we're working on it all right so tell me about the freedom phone then um it's built uh on an android base right yeah, so Android is open source, actually. So yes. we basically we took Android, we Hillary Clinton acid washed all the Google stuff out, and uh, created our own app store, partnered with Clear on the cybersecurity um, of everything. So we've got, yeah. And, and let me be very clear. So it's, it's source code that they have now, though. It looks nothing like, and there's nothing like an old Android reality, even though that was the code base, right? Uh, yeah, I mean, we looked at Linux and we looked at Android, um, and then, yeah, they're both open source operating systems and all of that. It's really the Google Play services, which is a, that's kind of all of the Google libraries that get in the phone. That's the main thing, and we made sure to get rid of entirely all of that. So that way you can have all your Android apps run on this phone, um, but, you know, so you're not losing out on apps. But then you get the security and kind of the free speech app store that, uh, that you want as well. All right, so we put that hardware clear. With the Android now, uh, clear OS, if you will. Yep. And then we basically start building apps on top of it. 
What are the Keystone apps that really make it sing? Yeah, I mean, we preload it with, um, uh, uh, you know, so many, like, like Signal is the default chat. That's one of the most secure encrypted chat apps in the world. So that's yes. kind of our equivalent of iMessage. Um, we preload it with um, uh, uh, Clear Web, which is based off of Brave Browser, which is one of the most secure Brave browsers. Is, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, one of the most secure browsers. And so when you say the, uh, a derivative of, of the Brave Browser, really you're talking about the one that's a mobile version, right? Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, you know, we, uh, we did that. And that's, that was uh, Brave. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I'm you know, so, uh, yeah, and then and then we just have many, many features like that, and it's completely de-Googled um, and everything, and we made sure that yeah, email and everything, it's 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 very secure. Um, then it comes preload, the Freedom Phone comes preload with Parler, Newsmax, OANN, Rumble, Telegram. So we, we don't preload YouTube on this. We preload Rumble, baby. Yeah, and, uh, come on. And then, because we want to support projects. And it's also not just about what you allow in the app stores. It's about what you feature. Uh, as well, so like our app store, we totally focus all these free speech focus apps, um, and try to promote other companies and startups as well, and help them out. Let me give you kind of a redneck take on this as I see it, and then I want you to kind of uh, take from there, okay? Yep. So you got Apple, and they got their whole ecosystem. You got um, Amazon and their whole ecosystem. You got Microsoft and their whole ecosystem. You got Google and their whole ecosystem, and it's a battle of the ecosystems. Yep. And what you're really developing it clear here is an ecosystem. Entirely because when you got a store, ecosystem. pretty soon you'll have products, pretty soon you'll, and what you're gonna have is the freedom ecosystem, huh? Exactly, exactly. I mean, we wanna create completely, uh, uh, challenge Apple and Google at every single service that they have, and challenge them and make something better and much more secure and decentralized. And much more clearly different. Clearly different all right but so tell me about the phones then is there different versions and sizes and stuff of the freedom phone uh yeah yeah so you can uh you can get so the freedom phone model that's kind of just one model um yes. and all of that so it's individual so if you want something entirely de-googled um the kind of more clear there's a clear phone 220 there's a clear phone 420 and the clear phone 620 that gives you the option if you do want to use it or turn it off um and all that so there's different models with different levels of specs and yeah just go on the website and check out which one works best for you if you want like a better camera or if you want a bigger screen or if you're looking something more affordable clear.co.com exactly is where you go now do you use the freedom phone yes i do i do every day or do you use the crypto phone i use the freedom phone i'm a freedom you, phone you don't have a crypto phone i yet? like i'm like a well we preload the crypto same crypto wallet on every phone so you know we've got all the crypto stuff on there and uh, but yeah i use the freedom phone that's my favorite all right. And what's the future of the Freedom Phone then? I mean, we're just going to keep having releases, right? Yeah, we're going to do Freedom Phone 2, 3, 4, 5, 6. And then we got to, you know, we're going to get into tablets and laptops as well. Um, you know, something that, that I think uh, we're really worried about well, is these schools. Will they run a tablet version of ClearOS? Is that what will happen? Yeah, I think that's the goal, right? Like, you look at these schools. Um, they, uh, they are, they're all using Google Chromebooks. So yeah, they're, Google's up, getting all this. communism right on the front. <laughs> yeah. I'm just kidding. No, I mean it's. But uh, it but feels like that. Though. It feels like that. I mean, Google Chromebooks are getting data on on all these children. I yeah. mean, it's terrible, and then right in your school, and you can't get away from it. So we kind of want to get a little bit into that business, and 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 you know, just 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 have give devices to children that that in schools, you know, that don't track you. I mean, that's really all it is. All right, you know about the Roku players and the, all this, right? Yep. yep. So are we gonna have a clear TV uh, offering? A ask Michael. My, if Michael wants to do clear TV, we might do that. Be, I think it, it would have necessary. to be high definition because it's clear, right? It, it had to be clear photo for sure. Yeah, yeah very clear. I, photo. I think yeah. that, that something that we're eventually gonna have to have, and I'll tell you why. Too many of the minds in America now are just controlled by the screen like that, right? Yeah, exactly. It's and true. It, so I don't know if you know what the Tuttle Twins are. 
No, we're the Tuttle Twins. All right. There's a guy by the name of uh, Connor Boyack. He's a freedom-loving libertarian guy. Yeah. He wrote a series of books called The Tuttle Twins. Okay. And it's to teach little children about the cause and the case for liberty and to reject communism and socialism. That's beautiful. Anyway, the Tuttle Twins then got turned into a TV series now. Oh. And uh, so they created a crowdfunding capability, a pay-it-forward funding through what's called Angel Studios. Oh, wow. And Angel Studios now does the Tuttle Twins, um, I, don't, I don't know what you call it, TV show, series, whatever you call it, right? Mm-hmm. I say TV show because it's not exactly TV if it's on the web, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like radio on the Internet. What's yeah. that? <laughs> but anyway. Um, Podcasts. Oh, <laughs> there you go. But then what's a podcast without a pod? Exactly. An you're iPod. right. Yeah, that, you're right. That originally what, what came from the iPod. Yeah, yeah. Come on. Anyway, I'm, I'm right. joking, but I'm highlighting that technology changes so fast, right? Yeah. Anyway, but the point that I'm getting at is these Angel Studios now pay it forward. So if you watch the Tuttle Twins and like it, and then you can donate an amount that you want. And they use that money for the next crowdfunding of the next video productions. It's incredible. That's amazing. The people that created it are called the Harmon Brothers. So you got Neil Harmon. Oh, I feel like I've heard of the Harmon well, Brothers. Well, you know before. Neil Harmon, and I'll tell you why. Ready? Why? VidAngel. VidAngel. Ah. He's the CEO of VidAngel. Okay. He's, he's fought the big million-dollar... Um, what L.A. Uh, warped, Holly warped uh, battles and stuff, and uh, eventually he's come out on top. It's been a long Christian yeah. fight, as you know. But nevertheless, yeah. his brother um, is the guy that is the Tuttle Twins creator. Amazing. That's and that's amazing. why it's called Angel. Yeah, we gotta we got to do Clear TV then. we got to do it. So we got to do Clear TV. Um, I'm also thinking of, of a whole lot of other things. I know you guys are working on a project for the blind. Do you know much about that? Uh, Michael's a better person, but yeah, we want to make sure that these phones are totally usable for completely accessible. I want a phone that's tiny. Tiny? Yeah, man. I want a phone that's really, really, really little because I don't Ooh. need a screen. Yeah, you're and right. I want that's it to fair. have batteries that'll last for a long time. Cause That'd I don't be cool because to... I mean, if you don't have the screen, a phone can last for a very long time. That's yes, the sir. biggest battery drain of it. No, that's a good idea. Actually. Anyway, I could consult on that project. I I, I run an IT. Company we'll give you five cents for that every every phone. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, don't, I don't care what I get. I'm more interested in the, the cause and the agenda and the no, focus exactly. of providing liberty for everyone. Exactly. And security it's admirable. for everyone. That's admirable, sir. And I um, am interested in this. And so anything I can do to help, I'm game. We will. What are your projects then? You said that you invest in companies. I want to learn a little bit about you. What do you, what do you invest in? Uh, one of the companies. All right, hang tight, ladies and gentlemen. He, I said, what are your projects? We're going to hear what some of his projects are, what he's focusing on the most. You know, he was a Bitcoin millionaire at 18 years old. Uh, the youngest to get that done, a pretty interesting story at the time. It was five years ago now or so. Uh, but he really um, uh, is now involved in all kinds of philanthropy projects, uh, the Freedom Phone being one of them, uh, looking into other currencies and investing in that um, are some of the other cool things that he's doing. But I'm telling you, these guys that we're interviewing are just amazing, amazing people. We're talking to Eric Finman, founder of the Freedom Phone, clear.co.com. And meet Eric Finman. He's an 18-year-old, or he was an 18-year-old um, Bitcoin millionaire. And uh, that's an interesting twist right there. I'll tell you that right now. But when we get back, we'll finish this interview. He's a very fascinating gentleman to talk to. I'll tell you that right now. Good people doing good stuff everywhere. You don't hear about that in the mainstream press. Everybody's a terrorist except for the bureaucrats who are stealing you blind, uh, enforcing all kinds of tyrannical agendas on you. Other than that, everybody else is a bad guy with the politicians are the only good guys. That's the way the mainstream press rolls, right? The elites, the celebrities, and the politicians. The only good people around. Everybody else is bad. It's a lie. Don't fall for it. Good people are doing great things everywhere, and we're here to tell you about it on Liberty Roundtable Live. Proclaiming liberty across the land. You're listening to Liberty News Radio.
USA Radio News with Lance Pride. Iran has said it will resume nuclear talks on November 29th in Austria's capital, Vienna. Six rounds of talks with China, Russia, Germany, France, and the United Kingdom in Vienna, with the United States participating indirectly. The World Health Organization on Wednesday approved Indian drug maker Bharat Biotech's Covaxin COVID-19 vaccine for emergency use. The approval should help with global coronavirus vaccine supplies, particularly those in low-income countries. Philadelphia's public health department said certain providers will begin administering COVID-19 vaccine to ages 5 through 11 immediately. The CDC recommended the two-dose Pfizer-BioNTech vaccine for the least affected age group late Tuesday. Democrat incumbent Philip Murphy was re-elected governor of New Jersey by a slim margin, overcoming an early deficit by GOP challenger Jack Citarelli. This is USA Radio News. There's a lot of confusion about how to protect yourself from COVID, with guidelines and regulations changing by the week. One thing is certain, you need an accurate thermometer for your family to check for fever, the leading sign of flu and COVID. Only the Exergen Temporal Scanner Thermometer has been proven accurate in more than 100 clinical studies. Don't rely on non-contact thermometers. They have no scientific studies behind them and can miss the fever that might mean COVID. Learn more at Exergen.com. Exergen is changing the way the world takes temperature. From city streets to back roads. From road warrior to carpooler. There are some things you can always count on. Like the reliability, durability, and power of Die Hard. America's most trusted auto battery. No matter where your journey takes you, count on Die Hard to get you started on the road ahead. Available at your local Advance Auto Parts and participating CarQuest stores. With cyber attacks on public and private sectors within the United States, actions are taking place to curb the criminal activity. The Wall Street Journal is reporting that the Biden administration will order nearly all federal agencies to fix cybersecurity flaws that are considered major risks. The director of the Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency, Jen Easterly, testified Wednesday on Capitol Hill and called this initiative, along with the new Joint Cyber Defense Collaborate, very crucial. I really think um, this is a different and unique capability for the nation. It's the place that by statute brings together the full power of the federal government with the innovation, imagination, and ingenuity of the private sector. The new directive is also one of the biggest ever imposed by the federal government. From the USA Radio News Phoenix Bureau, I'm Tim Berg. After Facebook changed their name to Meta last week, they just found out another company is already named Meta, a company that sells PCs. USA Radio News. All right, back with you live, ladies and gentlemen. Interview with Eric Finman continues now. Really, really, really little because I don't Ooh. need a screen. Yeah, you're and right. I want it to fair. have batteries that'll last for a long time. Cause That'd be cool because to... I mean, if you don't have the screen, a phone can last for a very long time. That's yes, the sir. biggest battery drain of it. No, that's a good idea. Actually. Anyway, I could consult on that project. I I, I run an IT. Company. We'll give you five a, cents a for that every every phone. <laughs> Hey, I, don't, I don't care what I get. I'm more interested in the, the cause and the agenda and the no, focus exactly. of providing liberty for everyone. Exactly. And security it's admirable. for everyone. It's admirable, sir. And I um, am interested in this. And so anything I can do to help, I'm game. We will. What are your projects then? You said that you invest in companies. I want to learn a little bit about you. What do you What do you invest in? 
uh, one of the companies that I invested in was called Metal Pay. So that's a really that's a crypto wallet that's meant to be very easy for for normal people. So it's kind of like a Venmo, but oh yeah, exactly. Yeah, but, you know. But, Have you looked this up before? Well, it's it's a little bit like a um, what do you want to call it? Uh, cryptocurrency uh, Venmo. Yeah, yeah. How do you know? Are you I someone know. feeding the answers? Or, no, you know? I'm, just, I'm just kind you know, of a tech guy. And you know your stuff. You know your stuff, sir. I, I've been I've been around the tech world a little bit, and I love the stuff, and I live and breathe and eat. I was going to get a degree in psychology, okay? Yeah, yeah. Metal pay. I was, well. I was at the computer lab helping girls because you know, it was kind of fun. <laughs> and then this guy walks up to me and says, hey, man, do you want to get paid to do this? And I'm like, absolutely. <laughs> and then later he is a Navy guy, and he had to go out on the Navy ship and work mm-hmm. on the Navy IT. Mm-hmm. So he said, can you take over my clients while I'm gone? And I'm like, well, I don't know why. And he goes, you can get paid quadruple. Mm. Wow. I'm like, okay, I want to do that. Well, I never got the psychology degree, but I did get a wife. Wow. And I've got eight kids, and I did go into IT. Eight kids, sir. Eight kids. I, I don't know if I could do eight kids. I want to have. I think I want to have five kids. I think that'll be where I'll max out. Well, you don't have a wife yet, right? Well, I have a girlfriend. Oh, she'll probably be my wife. So, she, so she says. So she. Wait a minute now. <laughs> no, I love her deeply. She's All right. Amazing. Well, our prayers are with you. And marriage is a great institution. I've been married for thirty years and highly 30. recommend it. It's better yeah. than all crypto. Oh, I, I agree with that. I, I love my girlfriend more than anything. So. What you do is you get a crypto relationship that never ends. Exactly. Exactly. A secure exactly. relationship exactly. that never exactly. ends. Exactly. All right. Yeah. Um, what else do you want to tell the world, sir? You're, you're here representing uh, ClearPhone. That's wonderful. And we support the technology and the efforts you guys are all making. Oh, thank uh, but you, But what sir. do you want to say to the world? Yeah. I mean, the, the, where I'd like to wrap up, put invest in, in, in different technologies and alternative platforms. If, if we're relying on on the left for their technology we will never succeed as a movement and all of that and uh, and that's what we have to do we have to create a whole parallel system and that's what we're trying to do on the technology front um i i find it actually you know uh, people might criticize me for this but i find that conservatives don't boycott but they do put their money into different things like they'll find an alternative like they don't people don't boycott coke coca-cola although i do and i wish the wish more would I, I boycott all kinds of people with the american family association oh sorry. beautiful beautiful i'm pro boycotts baby i'm pro but but i think we just have to create alternative systems and invest in alternative systems and it's so important we can't be you know can't be using netflix we can't be using any of these things and as much as i like netflix sometimes but it's uh it's just they 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 have terrible television for people and and you know even payment processors like Visa and Mastercard they just ban you they can ban oh, someone yeah. outright I mean it's terrible, so invest in alternative projects because we can never ex- succeed as a movement if we don't have our own ecosystem. He might be a geek, but he's a lovable one, oh. ladies and gentlemen. Eric Thank you, sir. Finman, twelve years old, playing with crypto. Eighteen becomes the youngest Bitcoin millionaire. Now he's in all kinds of philanthropy, funding all kinds of projects, all to do with the sacred cause of liberty. We're praying he gets a fiancé instead of a girlfriend and then a <laughs> wife, and we wish you well, my Sooner friend. than you think. Sooner than you think. Thank you, sir. All right. There he goes. Eric Finman. Clear phone, ladies and gentlemen. It's clear.co.com. Check it out. The Freedom Phone on Liberty Roundtable Live. All right. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. That's the last of the interviews, believe it or not, a wrap-up of the incredible WeCanAct.net conference that took place um, a couple of weeks ago here now. What was the 22nd and 23rd uh, of October? And now it's the 3rd, so what's that, 10 days ago, uh, etc. What a conference. What an incredible group of people that were there, from guests to vendors to hosts to just everybody there. It was just an amazing, amazing event. Eric Finman wraps up those interviews. Great job. 
Fantastic. All right. On with the news the network refused to use because we got a bunch of it before the end of the hour. Let's go. So Google has now officially and 100% completely demonetized WND.com. Wow. That's a sad tale to tell, ladies and gentlemen. I don't know how to think about this. Um, WND has been battling Google for quite some time. And Google took down their videos. Google has manipulated the results so people can't get to their pages. Google has done a lot of things, but now they've kind of upped the ante, if you will, and they've literally demonetized completely uh, WND. They say, um, let's see, um, WorldNet Daily leaders are saying, hey, it's chopped their revenue in half. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I don't know where we're going to go from here. We've allowed the big tech folks to get above the people so much so. Where I don't know if uh, all these people and groups can recover. W&D, for example. You know, how do they recover from a 50% hit to their revenue? I'm not going to say they won't succeed because they're very scrappy. Joseph Farah and crew, they're, they're scrappy. They do a good job. But, man, that isn't going to be pleasant. That's going to be brutal for WND. Our prayers are with WorldNet Daily. I think they're one of the best news services on the planet. And I know I've heard of internal people that have had problems with, you know, WND or problems with this group or that group. You know, you hear that no matter what group you're talking about, right? Nobody's perfect. If I don't respond to somebody perfect, then they say, oh, Sam's a plant for the deep state or Sam's this or Sam won't talk about that or, you know, it's very easy to uh, attack us all. But all I'm telling you is I believe that WorldNet Daily is a wonderful organization. Uh, I've known Joseph Fair personally, worked with him on a few things. He sent his reporters to some of our events, and I know them as well. Uh, we've covered some stories, and they've actually taken information from us because we've been first to the story, and then they get come to us to get more information on a story. They've been very kind and fair about that too. So I'm just telling you, it's a sad tale when Google literally, officially, and completely demonetized WND.com. That's a big deal, folks. It's a sad big deal. I'll tell you that right now. But you know what? Here's what WorldNet Daily does, and this is why they've been demonetized. The mainstream press just can't stand the truth. And Google's part of the deep state big tech mainstream press, that's for sure. Sadly funded by your tax dollars to now defund WND. But here's a whistleblower magazine. Uh, I don't know. Here's what happens. They have several articles, and each issue is designated to specific topics. So it's like a theme in the issue kind of a thing, right? Well, here's the theme and the issue for this time's whistleblower. It's called the Great American Rebellion. Tyrannical COVID mandates meet with massive defiance. WND.com. That's why they're being demonetized, in my opinion, because they release such blockbuster whistle reports uh, such as this. Think about that headline. The Great American Rebellion. Tyrannical COVID mandates meet with massive defiance. So you write that kind of stuff, and hey, the world hates you. 
the politicians, the bureaucrats, the celebrities, the liberals, the deep state, the shadow government, the mainstream press, the, the whole world will be against you. You write that kind of stuff. And that's why I commend Joseph Farah and, and others who are literally doing their very best on this thing uh, to really tell the story. And that's why I like WorldNet Daily is because, you know what, they have some very good blockbuster reporting that is pretty dang good, man. And others just don't take on this kind of stuff to that degree. There's a lot of news outlets like The Blaze and others who do a pretty good job. But in my opinion, they don't do the in-depth reporting like David Capillion and others do. Right? Anyway, they call it Pioneering Christian News Site. That's the other thing that I think is really important, ladies and gentlemen, that you really need to be aware of is that uh, David Capillion and Joseph Farah over at WorldNet Daily, they, uh, in my opinion, point out that they're Christian, right? Focus on Christian news. And that's a lot of what the others don't do. You know, Glenn Beck is a Mormon, and he started the blaze, but he doesn't pitch his news service as a Christian news service, Right? That's really important to kind of understand, folks, that, you know, WND clearly calls itself a Christian news service. That's something that really matters to me. I don't know if it does to you, but it absolutely matters to me. Pioneering Christian news site. That's an important statement to make. Quick pause. I am Sam Bushman. This is the one and only Liberty Roundtable live talk show. The spirit of the American West is live and well in Range Magazine, the award-winning quarterly devoted to the issues affecting the American West. Each issue contains informative articles, breathtaking imagery, as well as the culture of cowboy spirit today, and gift ideas like the 2021 Real Buckaroo Calendar. Order online from rangemagazine.com. Loving Liberty Network salutes the spirit of the American West at rangemagazine.com. Well, my mom smokes and my dad smokes and I saw them smoking, so I tried it. They're telling me not to smoke, but they smoke themselves. When it comes to smoking, are you sending mixed signals? But when you teach someone a certain way to do things and you go back on that certain way, it sends mixed signals to the person that they're trying to teach. The parents need to be the example. Smoking. If you think you're old enough to start, you're smart enough to stop. A public service message from this station and the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. How many times do I have to tell you? I swear, it just goes in one ear and out the other. Don't you understand English? Your children are probably too polite to tell you. Hello? Those things on the side of your head aren't turnips? But they get just as frustrated when you won't listen to them as you do when they won't listen to you. Do I need to speak slower? In fact, few things show children how much they're valued and respected more than a parent's willingness to listen. Tell me what she did at work today. Studies show when parents listen, children develop better listening skills themselves. They also tend to have more self-confidence and are more likely to avoid alcohol and drugs. Now sit down here and tell me all about it. When you really listen, love is what they'll hear. Thank you for sharing that with me. From the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. 
For more tips on strengthening your family, visit family.mormon.org. Promoting God, family, and country. You are listening to Liberty Roundtable Radio. All right, if you haven't heard, ladies and gentlemen, Google has now officially and completely demonetized pioneering Christian news site WND.com. David Capillion with the details on that. Our prayers are with WND that they can weather this storm. Uh, their latest whistleblower magazine is incredible, and I think that's why they're being demonetized. The Great American Rebellion, tyrannical COVID mandates, meet with massive defiance. That's the kind of articles and uh, whistleblower exposés they've been focusing on and writing, and I commend them for doing so. All right, Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene racks up $48,000 in fines for not wearing masks on house floor. Yeah, she's been at this for quite some time. Nancy Pelosi and others are having fines if you don't wear your mask on the house floor, but she's saying, listen, I don't need a mask, and I'm not doing that, and I'm not being forced, and so it's an epic battle. But now they say she owes $48,000. They say they're going to, what do they call it, garnish her wages? They're going to they're gonna literally take it out of her wages. What is a house member? How much does she make? Hundred and fifty grand, hundred and seventy grand, or something like that? And they're going to take away literally 48000 take away a third of her salary or something? Maybe uh, Cameron can look this up. How much does the average house member make right now? Two hundred grand? Is it a quarter of her salary? What what does forty eight thousand dollars mean? But Marjorie says, "Hey, I'm not going to allow this. I'm going to take the hit like the average American has to, um, because I'm one of you, and I want you to know. I don't want you to take the hit alone. I want to stand with you. So I commend Marjorie Taylor Greene for her stance. I just find it very interesting. Forty eight thousand dollars in fines thus far this year. It's like, wow, what the heck is going on with that? Anyway, I commend uh, Greene." She's one of the more bold members of the House that knows how to make waves. Uh, Lauren Bulbert or whatever her name is from Colorado is another one. Um, you know, there's a few. But for the most part, the House and the Senate, pretty mainstream, pretty backing of the deep state, shadow government, whatever you want to call it, swamp, uh, etc. But there you have that. All right, you want to know who is Glenn Youngkin? Huh? Who is Glenn Youngkin? That's the Republican just elected to be Virginia's next governor. USA Today has details. Forbes, by the way, estimates Glenn Youngkin's wealth to be around $440 million. So this guy's a mega multimillionaire. When you're over $140 million, or $440 million, when you're over the $440 million, a half a billion dollar mark, you're doing pretty good, huh? So Glenn is a rich cat, ladies and gentlemen. I'll tell you that right now. And uh, that doesn't mean he's bad just because he makes a lot of money. That's not what I mean at all. So don't don't go off on me on that. But he's been a very long-time finance executive turned politician. Youngkin, 54 years old, was largely unheard of in politics prior to his campaign for governor. Now they're lauding his future as a model for success for the future for bureaucrats. Youngkin's ads for governor describe him as being involved in a modest upbringing in Richmond, Virginia Beach. 
And on the campaign trail, he described working in a diner to help his parents when his dad lost his job. So, you know, he's able to pitch himself as kind of the average Joe, kind of like you and me. Donald Trump does pretty good at that. Even Joe Biden talks about his, you know, growing up as a working class, you know, whatever you want to call it, blue collar man, kind of an idea. Uh, but this youngkin guy is a very wealthy guy, went to very prestigious schools, and he was not even known in politics at all until he jumped into the race. He put $20 million of his own money into his own campaign. That's who Glenn Youngkin is. Now, I'm not here to down Glenn because I don't know him personally. I can't speak to his personal character. And just because he has a lot of money, I'm not going to down him for that. But here's what I will tell you. The idea that he's the average Joe isn't true. When you have half of a billion dollars in wealth, you're pretty, you know, you're not the average Joe like me and you at all. When you graduate from some of these Ivy League schools, something changes in you. I'm not saying you can't be a good guy, okay? Tom Woods is a good guy, and he graduated from one of those prestigious schools so that he could mock them. But uh, So I'm not saying you can't be a good guy. But here's my problem with Glenn Youngkin. We're already pitching this guy as the Holy Grail. By golly, he won. This is incredible. We're on the right track now. Once again, thanks very much. And now let's lot this guy for possible presidential candidacy. Let's use the model that he had, which was let's be kind to Donald Trump, but keep our distance from the Donald. And this is now the new idea that we can go forward in 2022, 2024. Keep your distance from Don, but yet, hey, be a staunch, moderate Republican. And, you know, folks, you're being deceived again. And you say, well, Sam, how do you know you don't know this guy? I don't know him, and I don't know his character. So we're going to have to watch and see, but I'm just giving you the warning that when another super, super rich American who has no history in politics, you don't know how constitutional he is, you don't know how liberal or conservative he is, you don't know how much guts he has to stand against the opposition when him and his family will be attacked relentlessly if he does enough of the right things we need done. You don't have any history on this guy. So I'm not saying he's a bad guy. What I'm saying is for Americans to literally make that guy governor of a pretty large state, right? I mean, what's the population of the state of Virginia? This is serious business, right? Eight point six three million people. So eight and a half million people in Virginia, ladies and gentlemen. Okay. And, and all of a sudden you make this guy an unknown character, the governor of the state, just boom, nothing to governor. No one's vetted this guy very well. No one knows his history. No one knows really his internal compass. No one knows his moral stance. No one really has scrutinized his background. Um, I would like to have more seasoned people. Maybe that's just me, but I would like to have much more seasoned people. So I'm not telling you that Glenn Youngkin is a bad guy. I don't know that at all. But I'm telling you that I would watch with a very, very skeptical eye as this guy just literally jumps from, quote, nobody in politics to a governor of a decent-sized, very influential state. I go, wow. And so I pray that Glenn Youngkin is the real deal. But I have my doubts. And who's he beholden to with his big money and his, his elite degrees? Uh, and when you go from big business to government, is it permanent or temporary in nature? What's the agenda? Why subject yourselves to the political realms at this state? You know, I don't know. 
Time will tell, but a longtime finance executive turned politician with no real history we can point to. See, I don't know why we would let this guy just jump to that kind of position. To me, you need to run for dog catcher first. And I, I don't really mean dog catcher. What I mean is you need to run for kind of the lowest office in the land, at least at first, to some degree. Uh, you need to kind of show your stripes, show your medal, show your consistency to principle first. And I don't believe in just letting people just catapult to the top because they have a lot of money. When you put $20 million into your own campaign, you know how much money was spent on that campaign to be governor. I don't know. All I'm telling you is you start to really wonder when big money puts somebody in office, is it legitimate, is it genuine, and will they be true to their oaths of office and to the principles that we would hold dear? I'm just telling you to keep a very, very, very keen eye on this guy, and we'll see what he really does. Let's give him the chance. Let's give him the benefit of the doubt. But let's also be very, very skeptical, shall we? All right, Air Force Inspector General says that the U.S. strike that killed seven children and three adults in Afghanistan was an honest mistake. Tom Vandenbroek with the article. And I've got a problem with this, ladies and gentlemen. You want to know why? Because the government lied about it at first. When it was reported in the news that there was a scandal and there was unnecessary civilian death, the government denied it at first. And if it was an honest mistake, why would you go into cover-up denial mode? Why is that your standard mode of operandi, if you will? Why don't you just go, yeah, it was an honest mistake, and say that from the very beginning? Because they know, you know, and I know, government lies all the time. They lie for the sake of lying. They're, um, what do they call it, psychopathical liars? Okay, and so I appreciate that it might have been a genuine mistake. But my next question is this. What are we going to do to make sure it never happens in the future? And why are we over there in the first place to be able to even be allowed to make those mistakes? It's kind of like the kid that falls into the water. And they're like, man, I, I just couldn't help it. I fell into the water. You, you might not have been able to help falling in the water. I agree. But why were you even there? You weren't supposed to be there. So falling in the water is a secondary discussion. Why are we even over there with this Air Force Inspector General? Why are we there? See, that's kind of the problem that I have, ladies and gentlemen. All right, interesting final story over, uh, of the hour, if you will. You remember how there was Texas gubernatorial candidate? Um, his name is Alan West. And uh, Alan West's wife, I guess, got in trouble. A Dallas police uh, uh, department officer arrested Angela West, 61, saying they were suspicious he was driving under the influence of alcohol. On July 4th, and it was a big old battle, right? Well, there was a lot of fanfare about her arrest, and, and then it came out that she had no alcohol in her blood, no alcohol anywhere. It's just a bogus arrest, so they dropped it. The headline says, now authorities cleared the wife of Texas gubernatorial candidate Alan West of a DWI charge, Fox reported. Now, this is a story that was quite a while ago that she got. Uh, this dismissed. But I bring it up now because, I, again, there's so many stories, it's hard to get to them all. But what I want to say about this is this was politically motivated from the get-go, ladies and gentlemen, to make the gubernatorial candidate look horrible in Texas. Uh, and they did this to the wife, and the uh, the statement now is that we're letting literally hard criminal, hardened criminals go as the border leaks like a sieve, but we're going to arrest grandmas. Uh, the sad part about this is that the original release attacking Angela West um, was really damaging to their family, to his gubernatorial candidacy, etc. The back end 
headline, authorities cleared the wife of Texas gubernatorial candidate Alan West. Um, that didn't get near the fanfare. And I don't have the exact number, ladies and gentlemen, but I will tell you whenever they make these kind of, quote, errors, it has devastating consequences. And in my opinion, when there is a candidacy at stake, it's hard for me to really believe they were errors. The damage is massive compared to the retraction, right? You don't get near the coverage for the retraction as you do the original story where the damage is done. And whenever they have, uh, what's it called, Um, voting or candidacies at stake or whatever else, and then they say, oh, sorry, we got this wrong, I really have to question. Why? Because they've done it so many times to just take people out and destroy people's candidacies. Right? I really have to question what's going on in that story. So there you have it. I just thought I'd bring that up. But it took them a while to admit that they should clear the wife of Alan West. But yet they finally did. A day late and a dollar short, mind you. And that's the problem that I have with it all. Thanks so much for your time. Two hours in the can. Hard hitting talk. Always at your fingertips. Six days a week on Liberty Roundtable Live. Our websites. LibertyRoundtable.com. That's the show site. LovingLiberty.net. That's our nationally syndicated radio network. Check them out. Donate today, would you please? We declare this nation shall endure. God save the Republic of the United States of America.